our desire. Glad to have you all here this morning. Welcome you, each and every one. Brother Joel Baxter, welcome you here this morning from Jamaica. He's studying here. He's going to be uh, residing with us for a while. We just want to welcome you here this morning. God bless you. And each and every one that has gathered together online with us, we just uh, pray that God will bless each and every one. How great thou art. Let's start with that song this morning. O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder, consider all the worlds thy hands have made. Hallelujah. O Lord my God, when I
Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you this morning, Lord. For you truly are great, O Lord God. You are great and marvelous in our eyes. And we worship you and praise your wonderful and holy name, O God. Hallelujah. Maybe we can stand together. I'd like to sing this little psalm together. Give ear to my words, O Lord. We've just sung how great our God is. And we're just asking him to give ear to our words. Amen. Give ear to my words, O Lord.
off, could I invite you to come and lead us in prayer this morning? We haven't got any written prayer requests this morning, so we'll just remember the different needs in our midst. Amen. Come on, Brother Dave. God bless you, brother. God bless you, saints. Let's just bow our heads. Heavenly Father, it's always a great privilege to be back in your house, in your presence, Lord. We thank you that there's something in us that pulls us to the house of God, Father. When the world's going out there to their lakes and their sporting events, Lord, there's something in us that wants to come and feed on the word of God, Father. And we're thankful, Lord, that we have that pull. Father, it's so good to be in your presence, Lord. I've been thinking over the days that the world's so insane, but you've given us spiritual food in this season, Father. We can hide us by the brook, Lord, and feed us with the raven, Lord. And we've got that hiding place, Father. We've got that sustenance that we can stand in this hour, Father. That, that nutrition that we need, Father, from a, from a great storehouse, Lord. Beautiful, wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Sister Callista mentioned that Helen Billersberger's in the hospital. We want to remember our sister, Lord. She's a faithful sister that's been amongst us, Lord. We want to hold her up in her hour of need, Father. Her body's aged and she's not well, but Lord, you healed Brother Dow in his old age. You gave us an example, Father, that you still heal the old, the infirmed, Father. You care for the elderly, you care for the little ones, Father. Thinking of Sister Violet as well, her grandbaby, Lord. And just remember the needs we have among us, Father. For every son and daughter, every grandchild that we have our, our hearts, Father. We just bind our hearts together for that, Lord. Believing now that you'll anoint your servant, come with the word of God. Give us what we have need of, Lord, to, to keep walking this, this journey, Father, through this chaos that you've called us to live in this hour, Father. But Lord, we keep confessing, you give us all we have need of. Bless all the events that will take place in this service, Father. And we bless our servant that's waited on you, we pray, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have your seats this morning as they take up the offering. Praise God. I was just thinking on the way here this morning and how we're in such a pressure cooker of life. But I'm so thankful that God spreads a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Amen. As our brother was praying, we have the spiritual food in due season. Amen. Jesus has a table spread. Come and dine. We'll dine this morning. We can feast at his table. How many enjoyed the service on Wednesday? Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. His manna is fresh every day. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Sharon Gindo is going to have a, sing a special for us. We'll have her come up after we sing this song. All right. Amen. Let's start with the first verse. Jesus has a table spread where the saints of God are fed. He invites his joy come and die. And with his manna, he does eat. And 
Thank you, Sister Sharon. God bless you. Worship, simply worship. Maybe we can stand together as we sing this and as Brother Tom prepares to come and start with the first verse there. All right. God will not reject your prayer.
There's no other name like that name. It's the lovely name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we've come into your house this morning to give you praise and honor and glory. Lord, we want to lift up our voices. We want to lift up our hearts. We want to lift up our hands, Lord, glorifying you, the King of glory, ever-living story. Our God and Savior came and Jesus was his name. And so, Father God, as we approach the throne of grace, Lord, you have blessed us, Lord. You have called us by a holy calling. You have given us a message in this hour that is gathering an elected lady around the world. And we're praying that the presence of God will go forth, Lord, from the word of God. Lord, inspiring the hearts of your children, raising them up into heavenly places, worshiping you, the true and living God. Lord, we commit the service to you, asking, Lord, those that have joined with us on the Internet. May the glory of God fill their room. We pray, Lord, that the presence of God will meet every need, not only here, but those that will join with us, maybe down the road. Father, we commit the service to you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Wonderful to be in the house of the Lord this morning, this resurrection morning. Well, Sharon, thank you so much for your special. He has an announcement actually regarding Sister Sharon. On Saturday, the July the 23rd, is the wedding of Sharon Gindo with Joseph Luani. Close? Okay. And so... There will be a stand-up reception after the church, after the service in the fellowship room immediately after the ceremony. So please add your name and sign on the sign-up sheet at the bulletin board so they can prepare accordingly. God bless you. God bless you, Sister Sharon, as you're nearing that wonderful hour. Amen. God bless you all. Nice to see you here in the presence of the Lord. I trust that God will minister to your soul. And uh, we're thankful for what the Word is doing in the lives of each and every one of us. And we are looking to Him this morning to feed us off His table. Nice to see each and every one of you here, gathered here with us. And God bless you, Sister Star. I think I, I, there you are. You're peeking through. Lovely to have you. God bless you. Amen. Nice to have you here, Star. You're still a bright and shining star to us. Amen. We love you dearly. And all those, Brother Angelo, we haven't even greeted you in the last few weeks. You slipping up top there. God bless you. Nice to have you here, Brother Angelo. Amen. And everyone that's joined us all the way from Jamaica, God bless you. Nice to have you here. And trust that the Word of God will feed your soul this morning. Let's turn, please, to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. My title this morning is Hearing a Voice from That Immortal Realm. And for the subject, Brother David, where are you? Yes, you, Dave. You are right in, right in tune. I feel the pull. I feel the pull to that immortal realm. Thank you. Mark 5. 
verse 37. Mark 5, 37. And he suffered no man to follow him save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the tumult. And them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he came in, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed at him to scorn. Amazing, eh? That's just amazing. They laughed at him to scorn. But when he had pulled them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talitha kuma, kumi, which is being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, you're powerful, Lord, and you're altogether lovely. You are the resurrection and you are the life. If there's any dead amongst us, Lord, I pray that you will raise them by the word of God to pass from death unto life by the living resurrection that is amongst a people. Lord, I pray that the word will strike their hearts. Lord Jesus, we commit the service now to you and the reading of the word in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have your seats. We'll go straight to the word without any further delay. I'd like to take a quote from the message the prophet preached, Jairus. He said, but in that the Lord Jesus, he was possessed with a power that went beyond these earth-bound limitations. I want everybody to pay attention. If you go to school, the teacher asks you to listen to what they're saying. This is beyond and higher than school. And so I want each and every one of you to listen and listen intently if you can. He said, now, he had a power that went beyond these earthly limitations. Yes, sir. He walked over to that cold form of a dead Girl, oh, hallelujah. He took her by the hand, looked all around where is everybody. They're outside making fun, criticizing and everything. He was possessed with a power that could speak into another world. Listen to what he's saying here. He was possessed with a power that could speak into another world. He spoke in tongues and said, Telitha kumi, that is soul, return back to this girl. That is the God that I serve. That is the God that you serve. 
Not a dead God, but a living Savior. Let's just remove the doubt and get it out of the room and let the people of God get into that realm of God that all things are possible. Can raise you from the dead. There's no child that's more important than what this word is coming over this pulpit. Satan trying to just draw you away from what's being said by the little ones beside you. Just put them in place. Put them in mother's arms, which is the fifth gospel. And you pay attention. There was a God that could speak into that other world. If you say you are the bride. And you are in him. Then there's a people on the face of the earth. That are also the resurrection. And they also can speak into another realm. Do I hear an amen? Daughter, come back. Son, come back. Wife, come back. Husband, come back. Are we reading this as just filler words? Are we reading this as though the word of God came from another immortal realm? Was it Brother Branham speaking or was it Almighty God using a prophet? Can you say it was God using the microphone? The microphone is dead unless somebody speaks through it. Brother Branham's voice was dead unless there was another being standing beside him in another realm trying to pull you into that realm. They were looking for a healing. They were looking for something, but they weren't looking for the one that was standing there. I say, move aside. Let me get him. You might as well start rejoicing because we do not, we are not a denomination. We are not a church that's dead. We're not a church that's got Ichabod written over. That the glory of God has departed. We are a church of the living God. Where the presence of the I am is here this morning. And it's speaking out of that realm to this realm. To bring you from this realm to that realm. Hallelujah. Forget coming to church. This is not churchianity. This is not a steeple on there. Everybody listening to me, if you thought Bible way was just the building you come to on Sunday morning, forget it. Saints of God, you are walking revelation of the resurrection. If he rose, you rose. Come on. Did he rise? Then if you were in him, you rose. He bore your sin. He went to hell. He rose again. If you were in him, you are spotless. Sinless. Elected. Is this for everybody? No, it's not. But it's for the elect. Why? Because we're being pulled by a force unknown to us, but known to him. We sing the chorus, I feel the pull. Are you feeling the pull? After on Wednesday night, I didn't know why we're sitting here. Come on, what are you sitting here for? I guess there's somebody else to get saved. 
So we'll start dealing with those that need to get saved. If you haven't met the resurrection, you can meet him this morning. Did he change your life? Yes, he has. Is he the same yesterday, today, and forever? Same God of 75, 65, 85, 95, 2022. He is the same. He still delivers. He still fills with the Holy Ghost. We got a baptism after this service. Brother Hudson Drake is going to be baptized. May that same dove that came down on that river come down on you. And Hudson. Oh, just to get wet. No, it's not far getting wet. That was a sign from heaven. That was from another realm. And John saw that realm come down. And say, this is my beloved son. In whom I'm pleased to dwell in. What do you think happened to you? You always take it back to then. You had a prophet. He stood in the water. The Holy Spirit came down. And that same one that came down on the Ohio River in 1933 has come down in your generation. And it's still burning. And it's still pulling. Hallelujah. Things that are to be. Things that are to be. There's a body waiting yonder. I feel the pull. There's a body waiting yonder. People, don't be deceived. Don't you dare be deceived. Coming to Bible way or daddy's a say, uh, is a Christian. Mommy's a Christian. It has nothing to do with mommy and daddy. It's everything to do with you. Whether or not you have a personal revelation. Of the new birth to you personally. Don't be deceived. The devil's a deceiver. Even the wedding garment you must wear. You must wear. Now we're at the evening time. The earthly body is now ready to be dissolved. I feel the pull. Let this old coat be hung up. In that old closet. Let me be robed with another righteousness. His righteousness. He said we're preparing to enter into the heavenly. So God sent a voice from that immortal realm. To come into your realm. To pull you into that realm. Not to sit on this bench. Not to preach nice services. Not to say, oh, wasn't that a blessed time. Saints, this is to change you. Yes, sir. This message came to change you. Not just to add a number to a church. Would you please come to church this morning? Text, text. Email, email. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the seat. I feel the pull. But not the Bible way. I feel the pull to a new body. I feel the pull to an immortal realm. Wake up, people. We are being changed by the word. The inner man renewed day by day. And this outer man... It will perish. Oh, he said, are you preparing to enter into the heavenly? Are you preparing? 
And now we feel the strange call of God to the great Eden. And before we can be born here, our little bodies cried for something that had to be provided. Or we'd be an afflicted child if it wasn't so. I wonder how many here need a healing. Who needs a healing? I say, you know. I need healing. Oh, Sister Sylvia, lovely to have you back. Glad to be back. How many, how many saints of God need a healing? Then what's calling? What is calling in you for a healed body? What's calling in you? Then Brother Bram said, then if there's a, a deep calling to that body or that healing, there has to be something to respond to it. And I want to say to you, he is here to do it. All you have to do is believe it. It's going to get right down to your address, saints of God. You can look at me any way you want. But Brother Branham was trying to raise them up. If you can get the people to believe you, nothing. If you can get the people to believe whoever is minister behind the pulpit, nothing. Oh, but you say, oh, that's Brother Tom or Brother Murphy, Brother Michael, Brother Jean, Brother Tim. Saints, you better look past the veil. Because God is using that badger skin as you've heard. Then if God is in it, then all things are possible. Do not limit God. Oh, but Brother Tom, we're, you know, for me, all the loudest ameners are no longer amening no more. Where'd your amen go? I, I, I thought he was the same yesterday, today. If you had victory then, that means you must have victory now. Well, who took away your victory? The devil. Then why don't you call on then the victorious one to drive away that demon that is trying to hold you back? Well, I'm just too spiritual now to say amen. What are you talking about? When I get to heaven, there will be amens, hallelujahs, glory to God. So it's too loud. He says, that's too bad. You're going to too loud places. There'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth in hell. That's going to be a loud place. But in glory, there'll be a people that will realize what they heard was pulling them into a mortal dimension. Oh, you say, oh, it's just another church. Yeah, you can believe that. But let me tell you something. God sent a prophet. And with that prophet, he was in attendance. Because he needed a son of man. He needed a prophet to reveal the son of man himself. My feelings, my hurts, my pains. Get over it, saints. Just get to Jesus. He'll take those hurts and pains and... Get to Jesus. Just wait and see. What God will do, might do, might do. Now you got it enough. You've heard the word enough. Not might do, will do. That's why, that's why I hate that arthritis. It's a demon. I hate anything that binds our sisters, binds our brothers. I hate it. 
It's a spiritual warfare. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and high places, heavenly places. Because in that realm, Satan knows. I've got a quote here right now. Satan hates what I preach. Satan hates what I'm saying right now. Because it's showing the oneness of God. God in you. The hope of glory. Satan hates this kind of revelation. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, sir. He hates this kind of revelation. But now listen. He was possessed. Listen to me. Your husband was possessed. Bride of Jesus Christ. Our God was possessed with a power that could speak into another world. And we rejoice. And we glorify God and we spend the last 10 minutes on that. He spoke in tongues and he spoke, Talitha Kumai. That is, soul return back to this girl. Hallelujah. He gave the same power. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me this morning? He gave the same power to his church. Son, come back. Come on, dads. Come on, high priest. I rebuke you, Satan. You cannot bind my children no more. Either that was God speaking, or there was just man and pack up your Bibles and leave. You followed a false message. But I want to say to you that we're just catching what he's saying. Mm-hmm. We're catching now what he's saying. We're not preaching little stories. We're preaching who you are in him. Are you getting that? I want to hear a loud amen. We're catching it. So the same power that's spoken to that other realm. Brother Bram said, has the same power was given you. Uh-huh. Jesus had to believe who he was, right, Jonas? He had to believe who he was. He had to believe in the resurrection. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Is that true? Why? He was taken out of Psalm 16. I will not leave my holy one in hell. Neither have him see corruption. Brother Bram said, that was the scripture that Jesus rose from the dead. And then you had a prophet said, you're Esther. You're Rebecca. You're Sarah. Come on, saints. It's not a story. It's a voice from an immortal realm coming down into your realm to pull you. Pull you. Pull you out of your seat. Pull you out of this dimension into heavenly places. Come on, Jeriah. Let these mighty men Where are the mighty men? I am the mighty man. Man, they get excited at that church. Yeah, we're excited. I'm getting excited because I'm going to a new home. I'm going to a things that are to be. I'm going to a future home. I'm going where streets are gold. And just a second here. Let me just clarify something here because I've heard it enough. Uh, I don't care whether I have a home over there or whether I walk the streets of gold. All right. Give me your home and give me your street. 
I mean, I know you're so spiritual. I don't, I, I just want, I just want to get there. What? Brother Bram said, he's preparing your future home for thousands of years. My, think about it. He has created that future home for thousands of years. What will it be like? You read future home. You read it where he says, you'll walk with me along those avenues. Oh, but you're too spiritual. Well, then I'll walk with the prophet. Hmm. I was preaching over there. I better look over here now. How you doing? You're going to walk with me on those golden streets? Amen, brother West. We're going to have a time. And we're going to follow a trail one day. And Brother Ram said, you follow that hallelujah trail. You follow it, glorifying God. And you'll come around some and see some old cabin, David. And we'll see a prophet sitting there. I can't imagine seeing Brother Bisco sitting with the prophet. Because we'll be gathered with our people. Hallelujah. That's what this voice came. To move you out of carnal into the heavenlies. Come on, touch me. Oh, getting way too spiritual for us, Tom. They couldn't even believe that Jesus, the resurrected one Messiah, was standing amongst them. He said, Thomas, you said, now, Jesus wasn't even there. Read your Bible. Thomas wasn't there. He said, once I touch his hands and his side, I will not believe. Here's Jesus, traveling like a thought. Isn't that my, you pulling you? Isn't that pulling you? What a realm. Stands before them, said Thomas. Oh, ye of little faith, Thomas. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. But touch my hand, touch my side. I am who I said I am. I am the mighty one. That's who God is calling. I tell you, Nathan, just expect Deborah right there. You take Joseph and put him right there. You put him right there. You start speaking it. You start speaking it because the word's in you. We heard about it. Start speaking it. Come on. Let's get out of the corner realm. I hope so. It might happen. It will happen. We're under a token message where all things are possible. Hallelujah. Are you okay? We're okay? Okay. Just checking. (laughs) I put my watch down. So there you go. So he gave the church the same power to the church. Amen. We've been reading that for years. We've highlighted it. Pink, yellow, blue, green, purple. I don't have any other color anymore. But now, saints of God, as we've been saying, He can't give us anything more than what He's already given us. He has given us the Word. But He just makes it more real. Mm-hmm. Is He making this Word more real to you? It's more than high heels, skirts how high, white wall. Way higher. Way higher. 
It's now bride time. Come on. He's bringing the bride into another realm. Come up higher. Not just saying you're bride, but now living brideship. You say, I'm a sonship. Well, Brother Bram said in adoption, God sent Jesus to make this inheritance real to me. Amen. So then he didn't say, he sent Malachi 4. Malachi 4 was the vessel that God could speak in. To make this message more real to us. Without Malachi 4, there is no message. Let me be perfectly straight. People want to tear down the messenger. Why? Why? Because they themselves can't live it. So because they can't live it, they'll tear down what they can't live. But there's a people that actually believe what the prophet says. They looked at the man and we looked beyond the veil and we saw God. You might as well say, start shaking your head up and down now. Those that don't even, I said, man, mm-hmm, you, I'll take nod headers this morning. Yes, sir. He said, hallelujah. He gave the same power to the church. When you're forsaken and downcast, God gave us a language to speak out into another world. <laughs> Hallelujah. God gave you a new language, Sharon. This language is called Malachi 4. He gave you a new language. Satan. We've been taught. That's what the prophet said. I haven't I taught you? It was God speaking through the vessel, teaching the sons of God. To take position. That's why Sister Roseanne. The God that delivered you. Will deliver Anthony. You might as well say amen. Hallelujah. We're tired. Of being mossed back Christians. We are word believers. He has given us a language. To speak out into another world. Oh my, my, my. This is like heaven to me. This is like heaven to me. I understand the other day. I know what Brother Bram said now. He says, if you operate the gift, it wears me out. But when he uses the gift, he says, I can go forever. So right now, I'm I'm living in between two worlds. (laughs) I'm just happy to be in the house of the Lord with the redeemed of God. Amen. He's given us power to speak into another world. And now he's given you a language to speak in another world. And the church tonight is possessed. Possessed with that power, Roy. Now, that was spoken the year I was born. Yeah, yeah, it blew me away too. I always look at the quote at the year it was spoken. And the year was 1954. And he was telling the church that hadn't even come into existence yet. That's why he called you the spoken word church. 
My, I could do a double flip over this thing, but I'm not tall enough. He called you the spoken word, literally the spoken word church. So he was telling us because he was prophetic. He was a prophet. And a prophet said he's going to give you a language. And he's going to give you a power to speak into another realm. Hallelujah. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What? That other realm. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Where? In that other realm. Oh, they'll be singing. They'll be shouting. And that's what I feel like doing right now. Marilyn, I wanted to sing your song so bad this morning. Lazarus heard a voice. Though dead in the tomb. Samuel heard the same. But yet a boy. <laughs> I heard the same voice. Lazarus, come forth. Damsel, arise. The same power that was in the bridegroom is the same power that is in the bride. Because the bride is in the bridegroom. That's why she said she is him. Yep, over the head. Come on, dig in a little deeper. Just say, Brother Tom, you're just, just, don't, just come on, just roll up your sleeves. Get the watermelon going. Slurp if you have to. Have you ever slurped on a watermelon before? It's, it's just so good. And I said to the boys the other day, Mom has gotten two good watermelons. The la- but that one was terrible. I hope this morning's not terrible for you. I hope the watermelon you're slurping. This is good. It's ice cold. It's refreshing. Hallelujah. Oh my, I'd love it. I'd love, I'd love to see some of you mothers just to break loose. Yep, you've got children that are looking at you. If you're stoic, they'll be stoic. Well, I know everybody's not the same and I'm not expecting you to be me and I'm not expecting you to be anything other than what you are. But just enjoy yourselves. I haven't seen a fella yet buy a ticket to a ball game that was unhappy. I don't care how poor he was. How low down he was. He got a ticket. (laughs) And it's only going to last for a couple hours. We got way more than a ticket. (laughs) Amen. I made my reservation. It's been purchased by God. And nobody can take my seat. Hallelujah. Nobody can take our seats. The church tonight is possessed, possessed with that kind of power. What was God telling us? Greater is that God that's in you. Greater is that disease. Or greater is the God. I say greater is the God. Can that power bring your body subject? Yes, he will. Brother Bram said, and things that are to be, the power, the Holy Ghost in you will bring your body subject. If that's going to be subject for a translation, how about subject to a healing? How about subject to a healing of a home? Come on, let's get it down to our address. 
bring every situation under your control. What did we say the last couple of services? I take every spirit under my control for the glory of God. That was not Malachi 4 speaking. That was the microphone of Malachi 4. But the voice came from another realm. And that's why he kept on saying, what did he say? I, I, I don't know. I'll have to play the tape. I'll have to, because he was, the gift of that prophet was to remove himself out of the way so that God could step in. Are you feasting? Not on, oh, we'll get into anointed ones at the end time. He said, you're not feasting on the words of a man. Nope, you're feasting on a word that came from another realm called the immortal realm. Church tonight's possessed with this kind of power. Hallelujah. All that unbelief. All that unbelief. He drove out of the house. Man, I feel like taking off my jacket and preaching now. He took all those that mocked him, scorned him, scoffed him, said, you're crazy. He's dead. Don't you know? No, I don't know. I am the resurrection and the life. As a matter of fact, get out of the house. And he pushed them out of the house. The word pushed the unbelief out. Come on. Let's push unbelief out of this church. Sister Beth, we claim your healing. You've been in our prayers. I don't pray amiss. I don't pray, oh, I hope you will. I pray that God will. He will. Look at you, Wes. Look at you. We love having you here. You're a part of us. Look at you. Laying on the floor. Hmm? Twice. In a hospital room. Twice. Visited. Twice. Huh? And here, God raised him right out. The God that raised West. Come on. The God that raised Brother West is the same God that's going to raise up Brother Milko. He's the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same. I'm not going to leave my little ones behind. For our Father had them in mind. Some may be weak and some are feeble. But my Bible says, not a feeble one. Not a feeble one. Came out of Egypt. That's my God. Hallelujah. Yes. Way yonder. In that supernatural realm. Where that little girl's soul was. Wherever it was. Can you imagine in that realm? You're all of a sudden, hey, you're in paradise. You're, you're with, you're with, you're with everybody and you're going around. Hi everybody, I'm, I'm here. She's back in her body. Hmm. <laughs> Brother Bram said in one place, he was searching for her. He said, that's why when he said, Lazarus, come forth, if he would have just said, come forth, there would have been a general resurrection. 
Uh-huh. Specific. Jesus is specific. He was specific when he came by your way. Specific. He's specific this morning. Letting you know, I've come from an immortal realm and I'm pulling you into that realm. Come up a little higher. <laughs> Amen, Raymond. I bet you you can sing that song, can't you? Come up. Man, I just wish I could sing. To my eyes be off a knee. I'm hearing from it. Just, what, 20 feet away? Brother Bram said he looked down. <laughs> All right, well, that's, that's, I think, part three coming. That other realm of immortality. Brother Bram said this, and who is this Melchizedek? He says that's the way a Christian is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We know when we walk in the presence of God, something tells us that we came from somewhere. Oh my goodness, Sam. That's a boom. Boom. Walking into his presence tells us we came from somewhere. Boom. Walk into those church doors, Ricard. Ricard's not here this morning, but I remember Minister Cool and Calm and Collected when he showed up. Was in that upper row, just coming to church. Of course, Andrea is for his saved. <laughs> and he's sitting there, cool, calm, and collected. Too cool. We've got a few of those. Anyway, he started to cry. He said, why am I crying? He didn't want the girls, I mean, he didn't want anybody to see. Am I letting know too much? He didn't want anybody to see. But he didn't know why he was crying. I'll tell you why, because I got the quote that I quoted two weeks ago. He bumped into the angel of the Lord. He said, it makes you want to cry. makes you want to glorify God. Because you bumped into God himself. He said, I came to church. No, you didn't. You came to bump into the angel of the Lord. Why? He wants that realm to become your realm. Come on, people. This is the resurrection time. Hallelujah. Yep. Listen. Listen, if you don't got victory and you've got unbelief, it's time to leave. Uh-huh. Just tell that unbelieving devil, I'm not leaving. I want the victory, Nathan. I want the victory. I want the victory. I'm getting the victory. I've got the victory. You've got to speak it. You've got to confess it. You've got to live in it. Hallelujah. Yep. May the Holy Spirit get your attention this morning. Amen. Because I know the angel of God is here this morning. I know the presence of God is here this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Because when you get into his presence, you know you came from somewhere. That's why you can go into church, not feel the presence and know you come from nobody. Huh? How many of you came to, uh, out, uh, who came out of her, my people? Who came out of religion? Churches? Twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Huh? Because there's no presence of God there. So you had to leave. Because something in you was pulling you to get where he is. I feel the pull. And then, when they ridiculed you, mocked you, as they did that blind boy, 
there was Jesus waiting for him. Jesus knows your address. He knows the ridicule, scorn, because he went through the ridicule and scorn. And so will you after this message get, go through ridicule and scorn. What do you believe? What do you really believe, Roy? Yeah. Who, where is he, God? Wait, where? Hey, where? You know, when they get in a football game, they keep repeating a word. Huh? Victory. 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 We're not in a football game. We're in the real game. And I don't need a huddle. We got God. And I won. All they're doing is, you know, what are they getting their testosterone getting going or something? We're, 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 we're going to win. We're going to win. All of a sudden, they lose. What good did that do them? But I come to church never to lose. Never, ever, ever. I come to church to get delivered, set free, and on fire. If you're not here for that reason, you're in the wrong church. Come up. <laughs> Thank you. A little. Let's say a lot higher. Come up. That's the way that a Christian is. Hallelujah. We know when we walk into the presence of God, something in us, David, something in us tells us we've come from somewhere and we're going back again by the power that's pulling us. Glory, we're going back by the power that's pulling us. That's why not everybody feels the pull. Not everybody feels the pull. They love their little church. They love the little, you know, songs. They love a little, put in their 20 minutes or a half hour or hour. Or if they've really got the people bored, an hour and a half. But I want to come into the presence of God and know I've come from somewhere. And that power is going to take me to that somewhere. Yeah, a good message for all of us to be in. Eat it up. Chew it up. Eat it. Who is this Melchizedek? Because he's telling us in the future home. Abraham saw Melchizedek. He said that future home. That's why he said, lift up your head. I'm looking for a city. Who has no foundation. Whose builder and maker is God. Then if Abraham could look up. What about his seed? What are you doing? Sister Judith. We are looking up. Amen. Okay let me continue. Please. We're going back again by the power that's pulling us. Just like. Sister Marilyn. Who would have thought that a painting that you painted was for me? The dewdrop. You just like the true drop. It glistens, it shines, it shouts. Because it knows he'd come from up there. And that sun is going to draw him right back up again. 
just like the dew drop. We came down from heaven. The rising of the sun is glistening on your soul. Hallelujah. I come from somewhere and by that power I'm going back. Hallelujah. How great is my God. I know you sing how great is our God, but I like it. How great is my God. <laughs> oh my Silas. Amen. You know you are slaying devils every day you get out of bed. And you just thought, hey, you know, I got out of bed this morning. I'll make it to church this morning. You were killing devils all over the place. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, you got a foot ache. You got a toothache. You got an eye ache. You got a hair ache. <laughs> or some of you just ran out of peanut butter. Any excuse whatsoever. Because the devil knows if you can get into the presence of God, that you will find out you came from somewhere. And the power that brought you here is the power that's going to take you home. Come on up. My buddy. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. And I, Jesus, sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. And the Bible says, and the spirit and the bride said, come. Come up a little higher. Say the same thing. We're from the same person. We came from him. We're going back to him. Come on. He's the head. You're the body. And it took Malachi 4, a son of man, to put the head on the body. Is that right? Proving his word. The head is joined to the body. So now the body does what the head says. Amen. That's why I said, let this mind that was in Christ be in you. Who thought it was not robbery to be equal with God. That's what the mind said. If the mind says it, the body says it. The bases are loaded. The bases are loaded. Uh huh. The devil's pitching. But I'm going to hit a home run this morning. And we're going to high five all over the place. Because the devil is a loser. We've already won. Can I forecast this? Satan, you're going to your place called the pit. And I'm going to my place called the throne of God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to have victory. Peace. Hmm? Long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, kindness. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Hi, Jesus. Hi, Jesus. I love that. That's my husband. I, Jesus, my Savior. I, Jesus, my Redeemer. I, Jesus, the Alpha and Omega. I, Jesus, the Almighty God. I, Jesus, your victory. I, Jesus, your healer. I, Jesus. 
Yes, sir. I, Jesus, have sent mine angels. And he indeed did through seven ages. Seven ages. You don't like Malachi 4, you got a problem. You got a problem. Without Malachi 4, there's no rapture. Because without a prophet, you can't see God changing in Morphe. It's a prophet that sees God's changing in the beat of the composer. Without Malachi 4, there is no rapture. People say, yeah, I want to, you know, I want to push that away. Yeah, they want to push it away, but they're pushing the rapture away. What do you think the Lord himself shall descend with a, he'll throw shout out now. Then he that taketh one word or added one word to the book, his name shall be stricken off the land's book of life. Without the shout, there is no message. So you can't take the messenger out. You, like we were talking, we had some wonderful fellowship around at lunchtime. Without this message, we have nothing to preach. Listen, you, you go have, have that and have your, have your full of it. Just get on the internet and start listening to your Kenneth Copelands. Yep. Your stomach, as the stomach turns, I'm sorry. It's just incredibly nothing. And people are eating it up. Incredibly nothing. Not even breadcrumbs. I'm sorry. You have hit the mother load. You have hit the storehouse. You have hit where an angel said, store up food. And I won't preach this until I first preach it to my church at Jeffersonville. Store it up. Because in the days of the voice. In the days of the voice. Of the seventh day. And I heard a voice. It's that voice. From that eternal realm. That's going to put you over there. We just laid the foundation. Is that okay? Some brother said, well, I won't say what some brother said. Some brother said, let them alone. Let them go home. We'll say. That wasn't nice. I said, no, we can't do that. If we're going to go, we'll all go together. Up. We're all going together. All right. And there come a day when we would hear the voice, the word. And hearing that voice... We become aware our Father is calling us. Without that voice, we would not know that our Heavenly Father is calling us. That church, it's church age. There come a day when we would hear His voice, the Word, and hearing that voice, become aware that our Father is calling us. And we recognize then. We are the sons of God. What? By the voice. Little girl heard the voice. Lazarus heard the voice. The dead boy on the pyre. Heard the voice. I want to say. The same voice that lays Lazarus. This little girl that raised that boy. Is the same voice. And that voice, Brother Brown said, is your father calling us. 
and recognize then that we are the sons of God. We heard his voice and we cried out as did the prodigal son. Save me. Is that right, Brother Ken? When we actually heard the voice. How did you hear the voice? And I, oh, I'm going to go leaps and bounds. What voice? I thought that was Brother Ed preaching the night I got saved. No, it was not Brother Ed, Brother David. Is that right? You sure is that? No, that's not Brother Ed that was speaking. That was the voice from our Father. Because you're going to find out that the final voice in this final age is in the bride. <laughs> and that voice is from an immortal realm. I got ahead of myself, so sorry. Can I read you a scripture out of Daniel? Don't turn, please. Nebuchadnezzar was in a condition. And the Bible says in Daniel 4 and 31, Well, the word was in the king's mouth. I love this part of the scripture. The Bible says, There fell a voice from heaven. Can you imagine? Well, the word was in the king's mouth. There was a voice that fell from heaven. The kingdom of God has departed from thee. So the voice has something to say. It's not just a voice. But there's something behind the voice because we know then a word is a thought expressed. So that then God had to use a voice, but it had to be the intelligence of God to speak through the voice. Word is a thought expressed. There had to be a microphone for the word to be heard. And while the king was speaking, a voice, I love this, there fell a voice from heaven. Do you want to know what the Hebrew says? The Hebrew says, a voice fell from heaven, it came from heaven, was heard from heaven, or it proceeded from heaven. If God could speak to a king that was backslidden, what can God do to a bride that is frontslidden? <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't do that. Backslidden, I'm not saying you're friendslidden, but I guess if you get on and if you go start praying, you'll be friendslidden. So a voice fell from heaven. A voice fell from heaven. Back in the Old Testament, a voice. There was Jesus coming up out of the water and a voice descended from heaven. Jesus was on Mount Transfiguration and a voice came down from heaven. And Jesus said, glorify thy son, that thy son might glorify thee. And they heard a voice like thunder. Where did it come from? Heaven. I'm trying to let you know, saints of God, you didn't come to hear man, you've come to hear from heaven. He says, I know it's true. It's God's word. 
It's truth. Something begin to pulsate in your bosom. That it's true. Then make ready. You're coming out of there. Make ready. You're coming out of here. Now he's talking to a person that is sick. And I'm telling. And he's bringing them into a new condition. I'm bringing you by the word of God into a new body. Now listen to what he says here. He says, then make ready. You're coming out of there. Just as certain as I'm standing in this pulpit tonight. Don't look at what you see. Don't look at what you see. How bad you're crippled. How sick you are. What the doctor said. Don't look at that. Look at the unseen. What God said. Before you feel anything different. Before the pain leaves you. Before your hand moves. Before the eye can see one sight. Make ready. This is the voice from the excellent glory that's come in this generation. The same one that spoke on Mount Transfiguration is the same one that is thundering. Not just through a prophet, but through his bride. Make ready. You're going to come out. As long as you've got that pulsation and it begins in your bosom. You feel the pull, brother David, in your heart where God sets in the control tower. Now, we hear so much today of the second coming of the Lord. And truly, that's what we are waiting for. The coming of the Lord. Now, before you see a change, before you look with your eye, before you got your feelings hurt, before anything, now listen, make ready. Make ready. God's on your control tower. We are in the second coming of the Lord. That's me. Now this is him. And truly, that's what we are waiting for. I truly believe we are near the great event. The greatest event that ever did happen. Or ever could happen is just near being made manifest now that is his coming you miss his coming you go to a tribulation you miss his coming you couldn't go to hell but if you're in his coming you're going away Everybody okay? We got off of page one. We're getting there. We're getting there. So the Lord would not have you ignorant, brethren. Rapture message. First Thessalonians 4. I will not have you ignorant, brethren. What was it? It was the voice of God coming to a prophet called Paul, penning him. Men of God were moved of the Holy Ghost. And wrote the Bible. There was a prophet today. 
that was told by God, the same one that spoke to Paul, said, pick up your pen and write. You better understand now, saints. I shouldn't say better, sorry for saying that. You should understand that it wasn't a man that crafted or built the message. This is the voice of God from that immortal realm. And he's trying to pull you where he is. For where I am, you shall be also. That is not a funeral text, he said. That is our text. That are things that are to be. That where he is, so shall you be. I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning those which are asleep, and yet sorrow not, even as others have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and even so them also that sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. We that are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord will not prevent them that are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven. What does Brother Bram say? He said he does all three as he descends. So the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Come on. And the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then he repeats it again. We who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air. So ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these things. How many want to go in a rapture? How many want to go in a body change? Mm-hmm. 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 I'm one of them. One of them. So God... Revelation 10 1 says, I saw another mighty angel come down from where? Heaven. Why heaven? It's an immortal realm. God from that immortal realm was coming down, clothed with a cloud and a rainbow over his head and his face as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open. And he gave that little book to Revelation 10, 7. And it didn't stay there. Ah, where did it go? Revelation 10, 8. Where the angel says, take the book. And the body says, give me the book. The angel said, take the book. The body said, give me the book. And he took the book and ate the book. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing lately? I hope you've been taking the book. I hope you've been digesting the book. Because just coming to Sunday service ain't a relationship with this great angel. No, 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 no. This is to reinforce. Services are to reinforce your walk with God through the week. It's not the Wednesday service, Sunday service. Then just then we're going to be in a rapture. All this is to supplement. I know oh, I didn't get a big one on that one because you're all doing your brain checking. Yeah, thank you, Brother Roy. People buy supplements all the way and they're finding out supplements are useless. And this ain't useless. 
God put in the church apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, preachers, teachers for the edification, for the building up of the body of Christ. Brother Bram said in whole armor of God, it's your dress wear. You don't want to be naked. Naked generation. Lying naked and don't know it. Why are, why are they naked? Because they are not hearing the word of the Lord for their day. Oh, I can just hear them now. We are not naked. Yes, you are. Brother Bram said, now the original owner, the book of redemption is in his right hand. So the angel, the angel, no angelic being, nothing else could take the place. But the bloody lamb walked out and took the book out of his hand. What was it, brother? This is the most sublime thing in the scripture. If it is the most sublime thing in the scripture, what should you be doing with that seven seal book? Ah, but the preachers, they get so enthused and so inspired and so fantastic and it was a great service. But it's not so that you can have your ears tingled. It was so that you could live it. We're not campground or church preachers to preach just to a group of people. We are to preach you into a body change. Into a walk with God. A communion with Christ. To realize it's not the voice of any preacher, pastor, minister, teacher. It's the voice of God through pastor, minister, preacher. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, I wonder whether we could do that this morning. Father, glorify thy sons and daughters. That thy sons and thy daughters will also glorify thee. Brother Bram said in the first seal, and Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man shall be glorified. And you're at the end of an age there. His ministry is ending, see. The hour come that the Son of Man should be glorified. What about the hour has come that his bride must be taken away? What? The hour has come. Time shall be no more. The angels ready to set one foot on the land and the other on the sea with a rainbow over him with feet and say, time's run out. And besides that, he raised up his hand and swore that time shall be no more. When this happens, how perfect it is. It's a sworn affidavit to the church. A sworn. It's sworn affidavit. To the church. Signed. Sealed. By the judge himself. You're not going to the supreme court. He is the supreme judge. And this is a sworn. David. Time has run out. It's over. 
God has spoken, Brother Bram said, from his eternal throne. To say that the seal was to be revealed. And when it's placed before John, it was a symbol. John saw it. It was still a mystery. Why? It wasn't even revealed then. It could not be revealed until what he said here at the end time. This time. God has now spoken. Come up. Come up. Come up. John saw a holy city. What are you seeing? John saw a holy city, a new Jerusalem coming down from God out of the heaven, prepared as a bride before her husband. And I heard. What did he hear? He heard a. No. Nope. Maybe you heard a great voice like this morning. (laughs) And he heard a great voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. Glory. Can you say that this morning? And I heard a voice from heaven. And behold, the tabernacle of God is with man. Hallelujah. And he will dwell with them. And they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them. And be their God. What a day that is today. And will be. When my Jesus I shall see. <laughs> What have you been listening to? How many still listen to tapes? Uh, that's not, that's a, that was a trick question. Because I know how old their car is now. <laughs> or they have a tape recorder at home. Huh? Not too many of us have tape recorders left, huh? <laughs> and now, you know, like, I, I, I've got a CD in my car. I have never used it. <laughs> Why did they even bother putting one in? Then what do they call those little cards, Mike? Those little SBBD, what do they call them? SD? See, I knew I get the two letters right. And I got two slots for SD. Never used them. But I got a hub that's on my phone. Uh-huh. And I use it. And I listen to that prophet and that hub. I wanted to show slides last week, and maybe I'll get it when I start pre- when I preach on future home. Sister Megan, I think Brother Tim made mention to it the other day, but I had for the I wanted to show you. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to Him for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and His wife has made herself ready. But it starts over here, and I heard a, we're a voice of great multitude as the voice of many waters, and I could show you, and which I will next service, the cities, the continent. And there's only eight places that this message has not gone to on the globe. Go ye therefore in all the world and preach the gospel. What is it called? The Great Commission. Are you listening? 
Brother Bram said Pentecost could not fulfill the Great Commission. Come on, stay with me. I'll, I'll try and wind her down. Pentecost, Baptist, Methodist, church denominations could not fill, fulfill the Great Commission until the seals opened up. And then God had a servant on earth called Edward F. Biscoll, who had a vision to put this message on a hub. And this message, all the translations from around the world have gone on the hub. And God had mighty men like Darren Hoffman, Brother Gilbert Ocala, Brother Aaron, I want to say McGarry, but Aaron Hardy. Men that God used to support David. Might as well rejoice because God used your pastor to put this message around the world. And it went around the world. And it's going around the world. To every tongue and nation. Then if this message is going to every tongue and nation. Look up. Your redemption. Come up. Your redemption draweth. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't Don't wait for Wednesday. Don't wait for Wednesday. Give your heart to Christ right now. If you haven't received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I say come up a little higher. Bump into the angel of the Lord. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to get on your face, get on your face. If you need to raise your hands, lift up your heart. I don't care how you do it. If you want to get right with God, all you have to do is say, Lord, so I'm so sorry. We pray it every day. God, cover me with the blood. I say things wrong. I say things sharp. I didn't mean it to be that way. But, oh, God, cover me with the blood. All my mistakes, all my sin, all my secret sin, all my iniquity, things that I do that I shouldn't do, I'm still warring. So those things that I should do, I don't. So those things that I do do, I shouldn't do, I do. We're warring. But one day, this day, I'm pulling this body subject. I'm not going to let sin have its way no more because there's a great I am, a voice from the eternal realm, the voice from the immortal realm, so surpasses your feelings. My, 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 my. If you've got, if your feelings, if you want to go to greatest battle ever fought, the prophet deals with that, as a matter of fact. We want to get out of the body census realm. We want to get out of the spirit realm. We want to get into the womb realm. I love it. I believe it was Brother Ed the first time I heard it years ago, Brother Murphy. He said when, Mer- when, when Isaiah prophesied 800 years, Brother Jean may mention towards it on, on Wednesday night. Brother Ram said that word traveled, traveled for 800 years looking for a womb for the word to take a lodged in. And I thought, oh God, for 2,000 years, this message of Christ has been going down throughout the ages. Finally, in this last age, there comes a prophet that says, now the womb of your soul has been opened and closed around the sea. And you can only bring forth God. 
Hallelujah. So as Mary was a womb for the word, the bride has a womb for the word. And it will not take anything that's not word. I want you to chew on that one. If it's not word, not your feelings, it's the word and the word alone. That's why you need to think about your actions before you do them. Because there's consequences to your action. And now, as Brother Ernie would say, let me repeat our precious Brother Ernie. You sow to the wind seeds. And now you want to have a crop failure. Sorry. You're going to reap what you sow. That's why she has thus saith the Lord. Or she stays still. If I say one thing and change my mind next month and change my mind again next month, it's time for you to say, Tom, you need to go. Because the bride has thus saith the Lord or she stays still. So now people do things 10 years ago. They just want a crop failure and come back as though everything's okay. You got to go deal with what you did. I'm sorry, saints. That's why she stays still. Because I don't want to have a crop to deal with. The trouble with people are they're finite and they want to quickly forget. But when God rains down judgment on something, he never forgets. And though the children of Israel had their clothes worn out or didn't wear out, they had food, they had quail, they had manna, they had everything. But Jesus said every one of them died in the wilderness. People go on and there's no judgment or there's no... Hey, leave it up to... That's between them and God. We're not God in the sense that we're at the throne. throne. We'll leave it to the Lord Jesus to deal with that. I remember Brother Ed, Log Church, you say, well, what kind of memory have you got? Sometimes it's selective. Hopefully selective sometimes. Brother Ed, he preached on uh, Phineas and uh, Elias, Eli's boys. And there they were taking meats, and Brother Bram talked about meats and money from the, from the altar and things like that, and they were taking it and living righteously, terribly, pre-sons. And what happened? The Holy Spirit spoke through Samuel, prophet, and judged them. Did it happen that day? That week? That month? That century? Or century? Decade. Sorry. (laughs) Century. They're dead. (laughs) Decade. Fifteen years later, judgment comes. God doesn't forget. Achan. Oh, you know, we've all preached on it now for the last three weeks. Mike turns to me and says, what is God trying to tell us? Three of us have preached on Achan. It's just the little things. And as Brother Dan said at the prayer meeting, it seems like the little things God's reminding us. Rings. Passports. God letting us find these things for us. They're not little to God. So I, I just did this. And it's not little to God. 
I just embezzled. That's not little to God. We're serious. We're talking about a rapture. We're talking about a change in the body. We're talking about on the Lord Jesus Christ. We're talking about the victory of God. So can you give me five more minutes? I'll try and finish page three. Okay? Can, can, is it okay? I, I got to see they're louder over here. That's why I've been preaching. They're louder over here. He says now, he said, John the Baptist, God uses the man. There was a prophet and John the Baptist was standing in the water and the word came to the prophet in the water. And I love it so sweet. Brother Ram says, and they're on the Ohio River in 1933, standing there baptizing the 17th person. Here come the pillar of fire. Same God coming to a prophet in the water, fulfilling the word. Exactly the same. So God uses men. Right? God uses men. Brother Ram said, God uses men. He said, that's right. He said, God uses men. Now he goes into his commission. He said, now, I'm just your brother. And you've heard me preach this over the years, so this is not nothing new. But now in, in the light of the little message this morning. He said, I'm just your brother. But by the grace of God, when the angel of the Lord moves down, it becomes then the voice of God to you. You can't get any clearer than that. Was he beating around the bush? I don't think so. He says, when the angel of the Lord comes down, and that's why in one message he says, now he's standing on top of me. (laughs) You talk about rich. He said, by the grace of God, when the angel of the Lord comes down, then I am the voice of God to you. Maybe if I offend you by saying that, forgive me. I felt that might have been resented. But I am. I am the voice. God's voice to you. I'll say it again. That time was under inspiration. You see, I felt bad about it the first time, but it, capital I-T, are you listening? It, repeated it. So don't you dare put this message down to a man. It is the voice of God speaking to you to pull you into where he is. That where I am, you may be also. Jesus had to believe who he was. Brother Bram said in perfect faith, so must you believe who you are in the word. Hallelujah. I'll read it. Repeated it. Now, I can say nothing in myself but what he shows me. I say it. You believe it and watch what happens. Okay, you say, well, Brother Tom, I heard that before and I've heard it again. But now I'm praying that the Holy Spirit would punctuate that within your heart this morning. That that was now God's voice 
letting you know he is not just a prophet. It was the veil tabernacling God. Brother Bram said, I'm not God. I'm not going there. We're not, we're not saying he was God. It was the veil that God used. And everybody wanted their name or their number or their house or their state. But we start to realize now it's God's voice speaking from another dimension. That's why he said that was, that's not my voice. That was him. Another quote. There's nothing could be hid from him, whatever the voice was speaking. That's right. It wasn't your brother. It was Jesus Christ using my voice. Next time you put on a tape, I want you to bow your head and thank God that you're able to hear the voice of God. Voice of God is not Jeffersonville. That is a name tagged on to a business. The voice of God is what comes through a prophet. Don't get that in your mind because young people are getting the iPads and different things from what they call voice of God. That is a business. Or a society as such. That is not the voice of God. That is a building where people work. The voice of God is coming through Malachi 4. Don't get it mixed up, saints. There's only one voice. There's not another voice. And that voice came through Revelation 10, 7. To let you know the I am is tabernacled amongst men again. Hallelujah. Now you're suffering with a nervous condition. You're an extremely nervous person. You're pending for an operation. Large tumor. It's located in the stomach. It's inwardly. These things that are true. That was not my voice. Look how quickly. Look how quickly he was coming in and out of that realm. Oh God, let me get into that realm this morning. I don't want, I am, I'm sorry, I love you people, but I want to get out of your realm. But I want you to come with me in my realm. Or not my realm, his realm. Uh huh. Yep. And the things of earth will grow strange. Lead him in the light of his glory. And grace. For when you get into his presence, you know you've come from somewhere. And you know you're going back to that somewhere. Do you now believe? The voice that's speaking then was not my voice. It was my voice, but it wasn't me operating it. (laughs) Oh my. I do not know what's wrong with this woman. Whatever he said, it's on the tape down here. And you can read it tomorrow. (laughs) Whatever he said is true. Is that true? How beautiful. And the voice came down from it as John the Baptist foreran the first coming of Christ. You say, oh, that's just a testimony. No, 
that voice came from an immortal realm into this realm. And how often we quoted it for 20 and 30 and 40 years, not realizing now it's spreading through dimensional realms. And a voice came from it. A voice came from it. As John the Baptist was sent to forerun the first coming of Christ, your message will forerun the second coming of Christ. How important, ask you Jeff, how important is this message for the second coming of Christ? When they stood there and witnessed that morning star coming out of heaven from that immortal realm, that morning star came out of heaven. Circling around and said, as John the Baptist foreran the first coming, your message will forerun the second coming. Here comes the pillar of fire, whirling out of the air, coming down where I was standing. And the voice said, as John the Baptist was sent forth, the hour has come when your message will spray the world. <laughs> Hallelujah. This message has sprayed around the globe. Every tongue, country, and nation. Men and women are without excuse. For this message has been sprayed. And may I say again, one more time. In unseen. Looking to the unseen. Come on. Everybody. Why don't you just come on down. and Worship God. Can't you feel that pulsation. It's pulsating. And all of a sudden. That voice from the other dimension. Stepped into that body. And said. I'm the Lord God. That raised up Christ from the dead. I am the one that sent the Holy Ghost. I am the one that gave the promise. Brother Branham has nothing to do with this. He surrendered his life to me. I'm using his spirit. I'm talking through his lips. That's me. I am the Lord. I say glory be to Jesus. This is not a voice of a man. It's the voice of God saying, come up a little higher. Feel the pull this morning. Feel the pull to come into that dimension where God dwells. Come up a little higher. Can I end with this quote as the musicians come? I wasn't the one down on the river. I wasn't the one down on the river. I wasn't the one down on the river. I was only standing there when he appeared. I'm not the one that performs these things and foretells these things that happen as perfect as they are. I am only the one that's near when it's done. I was only a voice that he used to say it. It wasn't what I knew. It's what I just surrendered myself to. And he spoke through me. Never has a man outside of Christ himself. Has a man spake like this man. How privileged we are. 
I feel like a great honor to be speaking to God's blood bought. But do we realize what you actually believe? It wasn't what I know. It's what I just surrendered myself to. He spoke through. It isn't me. It wasn't the seventh angel. He's being very specific here. It wasn't the seventh angel. It was the manifestation of the son of man. It wasn't the angel, his message. It was the mystery that God unfolded. It's not a man, it's God. The angel was not the son of man. He's the messenger from the son of man. The son of man is Christ. He's the one you're feeding on. You're not feeding on a man. A man's words will fail. But you're feeding on the unfailing body word of the son of man. Aren't you happy that you can come to the house of God and not feed upon the words of a man, but you can feed on the body word of the Son of Man Himself? Have you noticed Revelation 22? We'll end with this. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let him that heareth say, come. The bride speaks the same word as does the spirit. Yeah. It's what you believe is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. What are you wanting this morning? What are you wanting this morning? What are you really needing this morning? Are you needing a touch from the Master? Are you needing a pull from the Holy Spirit to come a little higher in Christ Jesus? The bride speaks the same word as does the Spirit. She is the word bride Proving she has the spirit. I wanted to go a little slow on that one. Because I want you to think real hard. Pray real hard. And see what the message is about. Have you noticed Revelation 22.17 as we quoted today? She is the word bride proving she has the spirit. If you have the spirit, you will hear the word of your age. And those true Christians will take the word for their age. The church denomination is no longer the mouthpiece of God. It's its own mouthpiece. God is turning on denomination. He will confound her through the prophet and the bride. For the voice of God Will be where? In her. Oh my. The voice of God will be in her. Yes it is. For it says. He will confound her through the prophet and the bride. For the voice of God is in her. 
Yes. In the last chapter of Revelation, the Bible says the Spirit and the Bride say come. I trust you feel a pull to come into another realm, into the immortal realms where God dwells. That where I am, there you may be also. Our God, no, I'm sorry, I got the... Just quietly, how great is our God? Maybe there's somebody here this morning that says, you know what, Brother Tom, I need to just come up a little. I want to move into another channel. I need to get rid of the world or the realm that I have built around me. And I want to start understanding. This is for you too, Gwyneth. This is for you. Because if you don't get in this realm, this is a realm, honey, that is really real. It'll change your whole makeup. It'll change your whole desires for the things of God. And there's somebody here that says, I I, I think, I believe I've heard from God this morning. And it's touched me in my heart. And I I want to. I I really want to, Brother Tom. I just don't want to glaze over the message now. I want to understand that this is God speaking to me personally. And I need to get into a deeper depth, a higher objective in Christ Jesus. And you want to identify yourself with an uplifted hand or you want to stand. Say, I need a deliverance, Brother Tom. If there's a rapture today... In the state that I'm living in, I don't believe I'll be there. I want to be free in the Holy Spirit. God bless you. And you, and you, and you. God bless you, mothers, sons, daddies, grandmothers. Father, there definitely is a different realm than what we're living in here in Laodicea. We've been bombarded by that fourth dimension. People caught up in video games, YouTubes, movies. A realm that will not feed their soul. It will canker them. Maybe there's a young man here, Lord, this morning that just says, I've been trapped by the snare of the fowler. And I need the hand of God to reach down and open that trap for me that I can be released and soar within those heavenly realms. Father. We know that the presence of God comes to His Word. And I pray, Father God, for every need that's represented here by raised hands, by standing in their pew, that the angel of the Lord would just come by their way as you did the neighborhood as we've quoted so often. 
But come into this little building this morning, Lord. Bump into each and every one of us. May we realize, Lord, what we've been hearing has not just been the oration of a man that lived and spoke through Jeffersonville. But may we realize that you use that vessel for a special purpose to go hunt out a bride. Heavenly Father, I pray for every need that is represented here. I pray, God, you'll start dealing in the hearts of the wayward. I pray, Father God, you will save the lost and deliver the saints. And that you would be magnified more and more as we realize we're being pulled into another dimension. Meet the needs of your children now, I pray, Father, in Jesus' name. You are worth to how great again you come down Oh how great is my
Glory. Amen. He's a name above all names. He's worthy of all praise. God be the glory. Great things he's been doing and has done. I'm looking at a church triumphant, victorious. We have a baptism. Brother Hudson is getting ready. Brother Michael's getting ready. I told Michael, you're going to have to pull my tailcoat to let me know. But I'm glad he let me know. So why don't you have your seats? Pick up your pen and write. I thought I'd just make one last point while we wait for Michael. Many will misunderstand him because they've been taught in Scripture certain ways. This is now God telling a prophet, write this down. Write this down. When he comes against that, they will not believe. Even some true ministers will misunderstand the messenger because so much has been called God's truth by deceivers. But this prophet will come as the forerunner to the first coming that cried, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Even so, will he no doubt cry out this one. Behold the Lamb of God coming in glory. He will do this. For even as John was the messenger to the elect, So this messenger to the elect will point to the word born bride. God so coming down in this generation to letting you know who you are in Christ Jesus. To God be the glory. All hail the power Down a little lower, Ben. All hail the power of Jesus
is a way to have the end of a service. Uh-huh. Amen. I was thinking three times, Brother Tom mentioned 1933. Brother Brandon was on the Ohio River three times in my. Well, tonight, may we have a 1933 moment. Amen. Amen. When the angel would come down and fill Brother Hudson this morning. Amen. What a time that would have been. I even was reading it just before, but I was just going to read a little scripture. This is a scripture that's super, super special to me, Brother Hudson. And I was just thinking about it as we were pondering the baptism this morning. Habakkuk 2. I know this is a precious scripture to, to a few people. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that it may run, that, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. Amen. But at the end it shall speak. And not lie, though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Amen, Brother Ben, Sister Amanda, though the vision tarry. I was just thinking, Brother Hudson, not too long ago you were praying here at an altar. But there's time. And the Lord deals and you give your heart to the Lord and you speak. But though the vision tarry, it will speak. Amen. And I was just thinking, Brother Jean, you then spoke on Wednesday. And Brother Hudson came to the front and he just said, if I am the word, then I'm going to respond to the word. And the word says that I need to be baptized. I said, oh God. If that could be everyone's prayer and desire, whatever the word says, I'm going to do what exactly it says. I'd be a church. Amen. When we're all falling right in step with the word of God. That was Brother Hudson's desire. Amen. I just, that just struck me. I said, Lord, may I, may I be just like that. When the word speaks, I respond. Amen. Amen. And though the vision tarry, wait for it. Because it's a seed. Amen. It's a seed. And I was just thinking, as we were pondering this, Brother Hudson, I was thinking, Brother, as Brother Jean spoke, the seed, what's inside, it's going to produce, whether, whether you like it or not. It's going to come forth. Amen. And I was thinking, and Dad and I were there yesterday, and we were looking at the sidewalk, out just out here. Hey, Brother Hudson, this is, this is, I, and I was just pondering how that seed, and Dad looked at the little, little flower that was sprouting there out of the edge of the concrete. And he said, my, that's incredible. I said, hey, stop, don't steal my thunder. <laughs> and I was thinking, Brother Hudson, as, as the scripture says, Zold Division, Terry. But there's a seed inside. And it was down there underneath that concrete. It re- didn't really matter. I was thinking, sir, Satan would desire and he would pour. My goodness, he's a concrete master. Because he would desire to pour concrete of doubt and of unbelief. And well, you know, am I really, do I really need to do this? Do I really need to get baptized? And he would just continually pour. But inside of you was a seed. And it didn't really matter how much he poured. It was going to come forth whether you like it or not. And that little seed of yours, Hudson, just started to sprout as the water of the word came. And it busts through no matter how many tons of concrete of doubt that the devil would pour down on there. Amen. I just think it's beautiful. I mean, that little flower was bursting out of the sidewalk. Where did it come from? Because it is seed. And it's just desiring. Amen. The light of God, the word poured on it. It's coming through whether you like it or not. So whether you like it or not, it's seed inside. It's coming forth. It's coming forth because there's an appointed time. And this is your appointed time, Hudson. Amen. Amen. So I just pray to the, today. Brother Bram says, that little seed, did you ever lay on your sidewalk? He spoke about it. And he says, what is, where is the most grass the next year? Right around the edge of the concrete. He says, you can't hide life. Amen. You can't hide life. Amen. Amen, Hudson. And so I'm just so thankful, Lord, you just, you responded. May you continue to do so. We were talking in the, in the office there just early this morning. 
I said, this is, I don't ever belittle or minimize the, 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 the moment when God can deal with young, young people in this day and age. It's not a small thing. This isn't a small thing. Say, oh, we're just having a baptism. No, this is the power of God in a wickedest, wicked and adulterous generation where God can penetrate the heart of a young soul and say, I don't want the world. I'm repenting. I've turned my eyes and my, my focus on Christ and I ain't having, I'm not partaking. That's powerful. Amen. So you're witnessing a powerful moment. Heavenly Father, indeed this is a moment. Lord, how, Lord, you must look down from the ramparts of glory. Lord, if we, our hearts, even as a mother and a father, stand here off to the side. Lord, just so their hearts thrilled to see their son responding to the word of God. Lord, as a Heavenly Father. What, Lord, are you doing at this very moment as you seeing one of your own? Lord, they've responded to your word and they're, Lord, just desiring to follow in as he even spoke out of his own mouth. If I am the word, what a recognition that, Lord, when a son of God can realize the word is inside of me and I want to respond to the very thing that the word is telling me to do. So, Lord, I pray that you take Brother Hudson, Lord. Lord, from this moment forward, Lord, as his face is set clearly on you, May, Lord, you lead him and guide him. May he be a pillar in his home. Lord, a pillar of strength, Lord, a pillar of faith. Lord, to come what may, his, his anchor is set, Lord, in the rock of ages, cleft for him. At Calvary you died. Lord, you were, you were, you were cleft, Lord. You were marred. You were bruised for this moment here that he could recognize, I need my Savior. I desire the blood to cover me. Oh, God, would you fill him to, yeah. this morning? Would he, Lord, go like a firebrand? Lord, may may there be a tongue of fire deposited into this young man here. And Lord, may he stand as a standard in this age. Lord, that there's a God that can save and there's a God that can keep. And so we dedicate Brother Hudson today in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen, Brother Hudson. You're identifying with our Lord Jesus. And you said, Lord, you're my personal Savior. Amen. In the waters of baptism, you're going to identify yourself in his burial, and you're going to identify yourself in his resurrection. Amen. So I'm going to baptize you in true Christian baptism in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I think we can praise him. I think we got time to praise him. God's attributes are manifested. Let's stand. God's attributes are being manifested in the bride in this last age. God's attributes are manifested in the bride in this last
been using the analogy of seed the last couple of days since the service, right? When's the last time you, you rebuked your seed flower for not growing fast enough? I told you to grow faster. It's going to grow when it grows. It's going to come and manifest when it manifests. And so down throughout the ages, there comes a time now when the word of God is going to be manifested within this elected lady. What an hour. What a day. What a time. Brother Murphy, why don't you close us in a word of prayer? Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we sure hear the voice of heaven today. Lord, that that voice of heaven is still loud and sound, Lord. Lord, we're so thankful we have a year that we can hear it. Lord, we're so thankful that we have the message of this hour, that we don't need to check it and to do this and that, but just firmly believe it. And then we saw what we have a soul, it will start to coming forth. What we have a belief that we can see that the word of God is taking roots in our heart and start to bear fruit. Lord, we know that the wrongness is getting closer and closer. The time for your bride to be taken away, it is getting closer and closer. Lord, it's just becoming to us. Just give it our whole self to it. Lord, that this world has nothing to hold us, but only one thing that attracts us so much, which is the calling of God. Lord, we just pray that the voice that we heard this morning, just deeply rooted in our heart. Hallelujah. To know, Lord, that this is the time for us to break it into that eternal realm, that immortal realm, Lord, for our life to be com- completely changed, continually be changed, transformed. Lord, made that realm become a more real to us, more closer to us. Lord, as 
that a seed we have planted, Lord, that, that the seed is start to bear fruit, that a word of a God in our heart is start to bear fruit, start to take an effect in our life. When a word has become an unaffected to the people in the world, but Lord, we can feel that that word has become more effective than in our life because we want to dedicate our life more and more to you. We thank you for the servant of a God. May you pour it in as he poured out. When we go to our each way in our home, Lord, may the same presence that we felt this morning, that it continually hovered over us. When we talk about you, when we fellowship with each other, Lord, may you just draw nigh unto us. We're looking forward for that one moment, which that eternal moment. Lord, the one that is coming through here. Lord, everything that we've done become a memory. We go into eternity with our God. Lord, every bit along this earth, whoever put it forth, we know it is worth it. Be with your people the way. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Brother Murphy. Well, there was only one song I was singing while I was studying. This world is not my home. I'm just... Passing through. This world is not my home. I'm just a time we see one another why don't you shake one another's hand and say god bless you sorry for holding you god be with you